This podcast doesn't have a theme song. Have a theme song. Have a theme song. This podcast doesn't have a theme song, but if it did, it go like this. Welcome to Rough Draft. Rough Draft. Rough Draft. Rough Draft. Welcome. Go ahead. All right, and with that, we're just going to start recording. Um, normally, I test out everything, but whatever. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Um, to all those listeners out there, shout out to mom who listened to a lot of these episodes. <laughs> I have a special guest on today, and I say this about everyone. Um, like, I love everybody, and this person in particular has a special place in my heart. Um, I should have asked you before how you wanted to be introduced. Um, so I will just how say... Introduce me. Huh? However you want to introduce me. Okay, so this person is my favorite Angela in the whole entire world. How many do you know? It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I don't care who knows it, um, but she is absolutely beautiful inside and out. And I tell her this all the time. I didn't know I had an Angela-shaped hole in my heart until I met her, and she's just been absolutely incredible. Mm. She um, is super funny, super mm. cute, mm. loves the Lord. <laughs> I don't know. I could go on and on. She's also very, very talented. Mm. Um, she likes things or whatever and like music <laughs> and stuff. Oh, and I'm like kind of her biggest fan, not going to lie. <laughs> um, but she has joined me today. And um, before we jump into our topic... Um, I have been doing this super fun thing with everybody who's yeah. been on. Um, I'm kind of nosy, and I like to see what's on people's, like, phone notes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. So, can you tell me, if you can, yeah. um, how many notes do you have? Um, okay. Altogether, I have 1,216. Whoa. I know. I'm <laughs> gasping. It's a lot of That's notes. a lot of notes. Yes. Um, can you, if you want to yeah. share your very first one. Yeah. So. Ooh. Wow, we're going to go way back. Yeah, you have to scroll down a lot, but. Okay, 2013. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this was BC. Before Christ, for those who don't know. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to just read it? I mean, if you want to. Yeah. I kind of want to know. <laughs> said, religion is a facade of all things good and evil, the line between progress and digress. It hasn't kept us in one spot, but it hasn't let us move forward. It has kept us complacent. It has taken over completely. Since the fall of the economy, there have been two world wars, and this, this is what's left. I didn't know my father. He was taken by the highest priest down in an old West Cure. If you turn against the church, they mark you. So this was, <laughs> this was the beginning of... I guess uh, a movie I was like trying to write or a story or okay yeah 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 but I feel like also at that time this was 2013 I was very much an atheist mm -hmm. so like my it, it came out in my art it came yeah. out in the things and I, I wanted to wake people up get people woke to yeah. the fact that yeah. religion was a facade <laughs> obviously the first line um, so it's kind of crazy that's the first note. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Um, so do you have that kind of thought now about religion? N 
Well, no, 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 no. I think being religious versus religion, I think religion is a good thing, used in with the spirit of the Lord. Okay. But, like, I think there is a difference between, like, your religion and being religious. You know, you can believe in or what you what your faith adheres to mm-hmm. versus your actual ways of living. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about this a ton of like how religious, like it's being religious is being pharisaic, being like doing all the things, but yeah, not necessarily having the posture, the heart mm-hmm. posture of like why we're fasting, why we're praying, why we're, you yeah. know, praying out loud in public, but like what do we look like in our, yeah. in our like personal lives, yeah. you know? Um, I was watching this, really good just like clip ig message and it was talking about like the 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 analogy of like if a tree falls in a forest does it make a sound Mm -hmm. and she was like i I would say yes you know it still makes a sound though no one's there to view it which is the same like if we're who we are in our private life like if we're mean in our private life but nice in our public life we're mean regardless regardless of if it's public or not Mm -hmm. you know we're not we're not our hearts are not our hearts are who we are in private, and I think religion is very, or being religious is just the idea of not being who we, we are in the public view mm-hmm. in private, you know, yeah. or not working things out with the Holy Spirit, you Yeah, because he might call us to not do something that we're maybe traditionally wanting to do, or like that we're known to do, and he's like, hey, actually, I want you to go here, or do this on this day, you know, uh-huh. um, so yeah. Hope that answered your question, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Can you share your most recent? So yeah. My oh my most recent. Okay. Or my most recent. yeah. Uh, there's this Philippines. <laughs> no, that's not. Let's say my most recent, my personal okay. most recent. Um, so this is a prophetic word that I felt like the Lord. So I've been running. A lot. Running. I've been running. Now I've been running, guys. Not, not uh, anywhere, not on the trail or anything, but, <laughs> but in the gym. I've been running. <laughs> I don't know if I could. Do, I want to do the trail, just not yet. Not yet. Um, the trail in which she's referring <laughs> to is the infamous Trinity Trail. <laughs> and if you know, you know. <laughs> but I do the treadmill. <laughs> the treadmill, guys. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. It. Get, it gets it done. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord's been speaking, just like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of kind of funny that we're okay. Praise Him. All right. Well, you know, pre- prophecy. You will be made great. These are just separate words. Yeah. I think the first word. I will place you around some of the greatest, and you will be great because you are great. <laughs> yes. That was that. Um, nine and then nine eleven yesterday. I want to make you a great leader, so that will take full surrender. The best leaders are the most surrendered. Mm. And so I'm just like, man, okay, all right. <laughs> you know, like, even just the, 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 the time, the, the, not the time, the, um, the term great, right? It could be like, it's kind of, it's like we can romanticize about, like, yeah. it and be like, oh, all these things. But I'm, like, thinking of, like, what are, what did some of the greats have to endure? I don't think we think about that, you know? I think we just want the end goal, but not, like, every mm-hmm. everything that comes with it, you know? We don't really yeah. count the cost going into it. Yeah. And it's probably God's kindness that he doesn't reveal 
those things. He's not like, you will be great, and you're going to go through various trials that will test your faith, that will make you question me, that will, you know, he doesn't mm-hmm. say that. He just tells you the end goal, and you're like, all right, Lord, I believe you, yeah. Yeah. And then you're walking through these things, and you're like, okay, why am I going through this trial? Why? Yeah. You know, and I, I think some of our greatest, like, even some of the greatest pastors and leaders and mm-hmm. um, people who have platforms, you know, I have many friends who have, like, high platforms that go through so much that people don't even know. Yeah. You know? And people just aspire for that position, but it's like, but you have no idea. You have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, I wanted to touch really quick, though, on um, the second word mm. that you shared, um, the most surrendered. Mm. What does that mm. mean to you? And shameless plug. I did one of the very first episodes of this podcast. I talked to Lauren, mm-hmm. and we talked about surrender. And so I would love to hear your feedback on, like, yeah. what does that mean to you? And what does yeah. that look like? Especially mm. in light of these, like, big words yeah. that you're getting. Yeah. Um, what does it mm. mean to be surrendered? Sheesh. Mm. I think surrender means... A lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's there's a definition for it. Um, I think surrender is, like, just being submitted, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like, the term, a laid-down life, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I know that's not a new term, but it's just, like, what does that, like, look like to yeah. surrender? Like, your wills, your desires, your wants, your needs, you know? Um, to To God, and really yeah. to other people. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't think God, uh, I don't think he doesn't use people mm-hmm. in the process of refinement. I think that there is like, there could be this thing where it's like, oh, it's just me and God. I'm only surrendered to God, you know, like yeah. me and him. But it's, it's like, no, in relationship, we learn facets of the Lord um, and our dreams sometimes have to just be surrendered and like, okay, God, this is what I'm doing. And you're, you're calling me to, to like, maybe like, for example, your, your, your dream is to like, I'll just use a personal example, be in like the entertainment industry, Mm -hmm. but the Lord is calling you to a Fort Worth, Texas to be in a house, you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes your dream has to be like, okay, God, this is my dream, but I'm submitting it and I'm surrendering and I'm putting it to the wayside Yeah. because I know you're actually calling me here. And it doesn't mean that you don't care about those things. Yeah, yeah. It just means that there's something here that you want to do in me. There's something here that I need to learn. Mm -hmm. There's people that I need to love, you know, and, and grow with and... And so it's just always surrendering even what God tells you mm-hmm. back to him, putting it back mm-hmm. down and saying, okay, this is what you told me. You told me you want me, me be to be great, right? But here, I give that back to you, and I yeah. don't know what that looks like, and I don't want to, like, just, like, puff my chest up and be like, well, God told me I'm going to be great. It's like, yeah. no. Wow. What does that look like? So submitting, just being in a constant place of always submitting things and That's giving so back to the Father, I think is a facet of surrender and Mm -hmm. again as beautiful as it could sound you know as noble as it could sound when we're actually in it it's hard it's so hard i'd be like okay god here you go you know and like i want to do it with the with the right heart but i sometimes i think of the 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 um scripture of of the two sons the father and the two sons and Mm -hmm. the father asks one son you know or both of them to go out 
to the field and work for the day. I think that's the scripture. Yeah. And it's um, one son says no, but does it later, and the yeah. other son says yes, and doesn't do it. And it's yeah. like who's the more obedient one? And mm-hmm. like who pleased the father's heart in this one? And it was obviously the first one. Mm-hmm. who said no first in their heart, but went and did it anyways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, like, even if we're, like, pulling the carpet and just getting drugged yeah. out to do the thing, it's like, I think I think God is pleased that we would kill so our flesh. Yeah. You know? Or, like, nail it to the cross for obedience. That's so good. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That wasn't even our topic, but <laughs> I feel like um, that even sheds light to your heart mm. and also why I wanted to get you on to talk about mm. saying yes to God because mm. I feel like um, one of the biggest aspects of surrender is saying yes, like mm. being surrendered enough to give God your yes even when you don't want to, to do something. Yeah. And um, even in the year mm. that we've known each other, mm. like... I've just learned so much from you and I've seen Mm. you Mm. like give Mm. your yes, even with like closed fists, Mm -hmm. you're still like reaching out, like Mm -hmm. God, take it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to give it to you, Mm -hmm. but like, just take it. (laughs) And so, um, especially in light of a bit of your testimony too, if you're okay with sharing some of it, because you mentioned it before Mm -hmm. how you were an atheist. Mm -hmm. So how do you go from God does not even exist to you probably hate God mm-hmm. at some point oh, yeah, to sure. Lord, whatever you want, <laughs> take it, take it all. <laughs> yeah. So like, can you share a bit of your yeah. testimony and yeah. why you said yes to God in the first place? Yeah. So quickly, um, I'll say that in the beginning, <laughs> it was <laughs> praise God for Genesis. In the beginning of my life, um, uh, I I grew up in a household where my mom was Catholic, but we only went to church Christmas and, you know, New mm-hmm. Year and Easter. Yeah. And um, my dad wasn't really practicing, but his, his mom, my grandma, on that side was Southern Baptist. So whenever I stayed with her, yeah. we would go to three-hour Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. sweat, and we're in a full suit or full dress and Whoa. trousers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of church. And then... My grandma on my, on my mom's side, she lived with us, and she was a Jehovah's Witness. And so... So there was a lot happening. There was a lot <laughs> happening. A lot of religion in one household, and um, we had um, Jehovah Witness Bible study all the way up until I was about, like, 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I made the decision, like, I was too busy for yeah. it, you know? And so I always, like, felt guilty. Like, those are really three hard religions. Yeah. Just a lot of, like, I just felt guilty. I felt shamed. I felt... And I just... I was like, God, like, I, f- I felt like I was always being watched and, like, mm-hmm. just judged. And I was like, you know what, well, if I'm just going to be judged and I'm I'm just a sinner, I'm just going to live my life to the fullest yeah. and, and do that. And I remember at the age of 17, I, I was friends with a PK. I actually didn't know what a PK was for the longest time. Yeah, was- that's a pastor's kid. <laughs> I just want everybody to be on the same page. It's good because I didn't know. People were like talking about PKs. I was like, what are those? Yeah. And I was was friends with a pastor's kid. And um, I remember she took me to her dad's church like maybe twice. Mm -hmm. And they would like cover me. And I would be wearing like the longest of longest. But because like I'm I'm naturally curvy, they would still cover me anyways. And I just, Mm. I was like, man, I just, 
I can't do anything yeah. to please God. Like, yeah. I'm just, even how I've, I've been made by him is bad. Wow. You know? Um, so I, I just, I didn't feel this, like, I, the sermon, I just remember hearing it, and I'm like, I don't connect with this at all. Yeah. And so I renounced my faith and became an atheist at the age of 17. Wow. Yeah. And I remember I had some Christian friends, and I told them, and they just, like, cussed me out. And I was like, this is crazy. Whoa. Yeah. They were t- telling me that. I, like, it was just, like, it was really hard because mm. I was just like, I'm, I'm basically just telling you because you're my friend, mm-hmm. but now I'm being yeah like i just i don't feel accepted even more so it just yeah. like made me like hate religion you know mm. and hate like this this god because for how he was portrayed to me yeah was like just this evil angry god in the sky all the time who was super controlling yeah and didn't like how i was made he didn't like how he made me mm-hmm. you know just <laughs> so tough yeah. yeah and so i i renounced my religion and my faith and um became an atheist and my mission statement literally was I wanted to show people I was a good person without God and that you could be a good person without God. And, um, yeah, so 17, I moved to, I was in Arizona at the time, which is where I was raised for the majority of my life and moved to LA Mm -hmm. and city of angels and just lived my best life for however long that was. And I was, I was a hot mess. Okay, I was doing things nobody should be doing at yeah. that age, you know, like experimenting in things. And, yeah. And um, eventually, I, I think I became, like, agnostic. So, like, I was really spiritual. I believed in crystals and, like, mm. you know, I was like, but God just doesn't exist, you know? Yeah. And um, I think because I was spiritual, it was, um, it was an open, mm-hmm. an opening for the, the Lord to work. And so, two years in... Um, I remember just crazy things were happening. I was meeting crazy people, and um, in the Word it talks about how the Lord will deliver people, or He delivered Israel into their sin, Mm -hmm. so that they may know He's God. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and I felt like that's what He did with me. Mm -hmm. Um, He delivered me into what I thought I wanted. Wow, yeah. And He's like, all right, you think you want this, I will give you. And prior to him doing that, he had done just amazing things in my life that, like, most people would probably turn their faith to him. And, like, I remember, like, dating guys that I never knew knew the Lord, and then, like, crazy things would happen between us and, like, like life-changing, detrimental things that could happen. And we would pray, and I'm like, you know God. And so I'm praying to Jesus, like, okay, Uh well, Jesus, you know, and, like, literally miracles would happen. Like, test results would come back negative, and, like, I should be in jail. Like, just some crazy things. Like, I remember before I knew the Lord, I prophesied to this lady who had just killed a man. Literally. Picked her up, thought she was getting abused. Picked her up. She confessed to me that she just killed a man prophesied to her didn't know the lord and i said god said if you turn yourself in you will be okay and he'll take care of you and i was so shocked at the fact that i was saying this <laughs> just crazy Whoa. i'm telling you god would just move and um and samuel it talks about how the lord was speaking to samuel elijah praise him was it eli samuel i'm not sure which one you're talking. Uh, he's sorry sorry he's he's talking to uh i think it's like is it Samuel? 
What's the, I can look it up for you. Yes, know. yes. It's when he was talking to him. It's like, Lord, Lord, speak, Lord. He oh, turns. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Samuel. Samuel. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So in Samuel, the Lord is speaking to Samuel yeah. before he had even known the Lord. And he's growing in favor. Yeah. You know, like yeah. with the Lord. Which uh-huh. is crazy that you can do that before um, knowing the Lord. And I felt mm-hmm. like I was hearing God before I knew God. You know, mm. and so uh, Pastor Landon he talks about that all the time at church, and I'm like, that was literally like my life. God yeah. was talking to me. So when I eventually, when the Lord delivered me into my sin, I it was like my eyes came open and I saw the world mm. and I saw the spiritual like attributes and like at least who I was hanging around at the time. Yeah, I just saw the worst of the worst. You wow. know, I could see demons. I could see things on people. Demons would talk to me through people. And so much so that my my friends that were Christian at the time yeah. told me I needed to put myself in a, an insane asylum. And I was like, nah, this ain't that. <laughs> <laughs> this this ain't, that. This, this ain't that. Yeah, this is not that. This is something deeper wow. than that. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't put my... I didn't know, you know. And so yeah. I, I gave my life to the Lord. And um, because... My my atheist or agnostic logic was, if there's this much evil, the only thing there has to be a, a something that countered. Yeah, you know, and then God, you must exist. And so, like, I had like gone through every type of God and every type of religion wow. before I, I had made the choice, and it was in the span of maybe two weeks. It wasn't long, but I just wanted to make sure that if I was choosing Jesus, but that was it. that he could, you yeah. know, and like. He just stood the test of time, and I remember one of mm-hmm. my friends who went to a church asked me to test the Lord, and I tested him, and he showed up, and I was like, all right, <laughs> okay, you are the God that yeah. I've been looking for, and um, yeah, and I, I made a vow to the Lord. I said, God, if you are God, if this is what I'm doing, I'm going to believe this Bible for everything it says, everything, like I'm not going to be halfway, you know. And I, I, at this point, I knew a lot of halfway Christians that yeah, were, like, yeah. in sin, but went to church, or leading worship, and I was just like, I mean, I know what your Bible says. Shouldn't yeah. you not be on right. stage? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know why, <laughs> but, like, I know that you probably yeah. shouldn't be doing that uh-huh. and leading. Um, so, like, I, I said, all right, God, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to um, do what this Bible says. And also, don't make me hate gay people. I don't know why that was the other clause. I was like, I don't want to wow. hate. Like, I don't want to be a bigot towards them. And, yeah. And so those were the two things for me that I said, all right, Lord, here's that for you. And, um, yeah, it's it's just kind of been radical ever since. And, like, I've heard the Lord. I heard the Lord day one, mm. prior to day one. And I remember one of my first real Christian friends I met was, like, so astounded that I heard the Lord because hmm. I, I just assumed that everyone heard the Lord yeah I was like well no nah, we all hear him right and and I still believe that I just believe how we hear is different, different yeah you know yeah, and so sense. it might be it might be hard for people you know to yeah. even believe that they hear from the Lord because they're yeah. thinking it might need to look one way or whatever it is but so that's that's kind of how wow. it happened and then that happened I want to say I remember being unsaved April, which was my birthday. I was turning 24 mm-hmm. or 25. And then I got saved in June. So, and then, like, for real, that, that conversation with a friend happened in December or November. So it wasn't long for wow. this whole yeah. process to happen. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, this is the first that I'm hearing it in this capacity. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, blown away. Mm. Because, um, like, I feel like... the. I mean, okay. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just always so baffled mm. by the Lord's love. Mm. And, like, how he will... Like, he knows how to communicate to his his kids. Like, he knows how to connect with you. Because if he had said anything Mm -hmm. sooner Mm -hmm. or later, it just wouldn't have hit right, you know? And so, um, like, I love hearing people's journeys of getting to that point of actually knowing that they know. Mm -hmm. Like, no, God is for real. Like, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father Mm -hmm. God, Mm -hmm. like, this is is it. Um, And... With your background, mm-hmm. like just the things that you've experienced, you're able to relate to so many people yeah. outside of the typical church experience, you know? Yeah. And so, mm. by default, that means that there's a specific group of people that, yeah. that only your story, mm. only your voice yeah. can reach because you've gone through yeah. this unique journey. Yeah. Um. So with that in mind, is there anything um, that you wish you were told mm. either before or during, mm-hmm. like, about God? I don't know how you want to take mm. that question, but it's mm. like, um, like, what what do you wish somebody may have told you mm. that could have even changed or, like, provided yeah. more insight? I mean, yeah. you're in it. Like, you, yeah. you, you yeah. in this all the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know that for sure. Yeah. But it's like... Um, <coughs> What else could there be said? Like, what would mm. you say to to um, past Angela? Yeah, I I think one of the things I wish I would have known was God as a person. You mm. know, God as like the the relational side. Yeah. Because again, there was there was just so much religion, and like if I like went into a house, or like if I went into a, you know, a place, a store, and I just started demanding something from somebody or, like, telling them to do something and I had no relationship with them, mm-hmm. the immediate answer is no. Yeah. Like, but if I'm, like, coming to Taj and be like, hey, Taj, can you do this so-and-so? Like, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like, to confidently say that you'd yeah. say, yeah, because yeah. we had rela- we have a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa, if you came up to me and... Yeah said something I I would be like yes yeah yeah Taj I love you yeah no doubt you know yeah. but if someone's just cut, like I, I just feel like there wasn't that and I, I I had a lot of questions that were very valid questions um when I was younger about God and just mm-hmm. like why like why what's the point like mm. why do we have to do it like this like yeah and it's like you know if I could see God as like the the reason I choose to like not purposely choose sin right like Mm. is because i know i don't want to like hurt my father Mm. my friend yeah my lover you know i can see him in that context now yeah whereas like i could i did i just before it was just like because he said so yeah you know and i think if i would have gotten the the idea of him as a person Mm -hmm. caught the relationship aspect and i know that was big and heavy at one point it was like relationship over religion but like yeah no one really broke it down yeah. like what that meant yeah. it was like he's 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 like at least to me personally no right. one really sat down and took the time to tell me yeah god is a living god you know 
He is mm. a, he is a, he has, he's very tangible. And, yeah. and even the fact that, like, I would, I mean, I'm not going to title myself anything, but, like, I could say, I would say, I'm going to, I'll, I sit more charismatic, you know? Yeah. I, I remember experiencing all these things with the Lord and hearing him and, like, going to, like, just a church that, like, had amazing worship but didn't tell me why I was experiencing, like, what mm. warfare was. Yeah. Like, mm. I was like, okay, this is great. Like, I'm glad God loves me, but tell me why I'm being tormented. Mm. You know? Tell me why I can, I'm being woken by demons. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, tell me these things. You yeah. Know? yeah. And not that, like, non-charismatic churches don't teach on this subject too but i just you know moving with the holy spirit like i knew who he was immediately i was speaking in tongues before i knew why Mm. i should be speaking in tongues somebody just asked me to speak and i said sure (laughs) and i just did it literally (laughs) not not even telling me about it being a gift or anything like i just like i just had i was so hungry to just yeah go there because i was experiencing things that just weren't talked about and yeah i think again that would have really helped. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't change it. You know, I think there's so much to my to my story that I'm just like, no, but that needed to happen. Like you said, in the timing and in the way, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure there are like, there are many avenues that life could go down. Yeah. You know, our choices make many avenues, you know. Um, so I'm sure there could have been a sooner time, but like now standing where I'm at, I'm like, man, but it was, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so good. I want to go back um, and touch a little bit more on the uh, relationship versus religion mm-hmm. thing. Um, I was doing, like, pulling up some notes on yeah. <laughs> the computer, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because that's a concept I feel like is either overplayed mm. or underplayed, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So um, it took a lot, like, definitely a journey for me to get to the place where I had a real relationship like how we have a friendship right like I have a friendship with the Lord Mm. and so um can you just briefly like describe like what it means to you to have a relationship over religion Mm -hmm. with the Lord Mm -hmm. Mm. these are good questions (laughs) (laughs) I'm like man what does it mean to me um Hmm. Well, I think I'll I'll speak to relationship first and then I'll work back to religion. So mm-hmm. relationship recently I've I've been wanting to see God as a friend. Mm-hmm. You know? I've been thinking of the few in the word that are called his friend. You know, like the Abraham and the Moses and the yeah. Enoch, you know. Yeah. Like these were his friends and like what did that mean? You know, mm-hmm. I remember even like praying this crazy prayer. It was super bold. I was like, as your friend, God, as your friend. Wow. <laughs> literally, I don't think I've ever prayed like that. Man, it was, it was, it was a while ago. It was at a, it was at a first Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. um, and so it was a prophetic night and, and I was scared. I felt the fear of the Lord. Cause I was like, I, I'm, I'm getting bold, you know? And I was like if I'm not smite me down like you know like I was literally like God you know and and just and and I think that God wants to get to that level with many people Mm -hmm. you know think about Abraham talking God down from an from something saying hey not down like not talking down to God but talking him down and saying like 
would you do it for 10? Would you do it for, you know, would you do it for whatever? Like, just rationalizing with the Lord, you know? Mm -hmm. And Moses saying, like, I remember on the mountain, God wanted to kill the Israelites. And Moses was like, wait, aren't you the God? You're not this God, you know? He's reminding God of who he is, you know? Mm -hmm. That takes a certain kind of boldness (laughs) to be like, but nah. (laughs) I could have swore you the one. You, you the one that said, people. you know, you made them. And he's like, I will make for you a new people. And he's like, no, 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 no. But you said, you know, uh-huh. like, I, I think God wants that from us. Yeah. You know, not like to, to tell him what to do, but to like be so comfortable. Mm-hmm. There's a certain level of comfortability and trust. Yeah. And trust that like, even if we're saying something and God is like, Okay, you're wrong, but like I love you and thank you for yeah. trying. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, I think he wants that, and how religion plays into that. Like, there, there is, there are like rules and like ways of living. I think about like um, Deuteronomy, the the chapter of obedience. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're not. It's not there because we have to live by it. It's there because we are blessed if we do. You know, because wow. there's there is. It's a very short. It's a very short chapter just for the obedience portion, mm-hmm. and then very long for the disobedience. And he's like, but if you're disobedient, yeah. these are all the things. And I'm like, man, God, you want us to be obedient so bad that you made double the curses that if we're disobedient. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. and not because you wanted to curse us, but because you know that's not good for us. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And so there is a way of living that is mapped out. We use the Bible as our map and our, our yeah. way of living and, and the word and the context and like anything that comes against that is not the the, the Lord, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um and even how like the Bible's living and it changes with what season we're in. It's mm-hmm. it's just such a beautiful thing and like it is living, you yeah. know, it's this living piece. But there is a relational aspect to it. Like when when Jesus talks about greater works you know and how even in the end of i believe it's john it mm-hmm. says and there are many more things that we he did that we just couldn't document yeah you know like yeah. it talks about there's so much more yeah. he only gave us a snippet you know a real tiny one too really it tiny it could have been a little longer <laughs> <laughs> and like even like i think about paul paul not giving us what his thorn the, the, the yeah in the flesh was it's like it's like it's speaking right to something but it's also very ambiguous mm-hmm. you know and it's like when God is dealing with us and the thorn in our flesh, he, it, it might not be what it was Paul's, but he wants to know that, like, like there, this might be a thing for us. Or, yeah. like, the, the greater works. It's like God never said that we... He said go to the ends of the world and, you know, make disciples and preach the gospel. And, yeah. But he didn't have internet at the time, so he couldn't tell us to not do that over... Or to do that over internet. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just yeah. like... Maybe God is like, hey, I want you to make a post today. Mm-hmm. But, like, we can't look really to Scripture to directly talk about Facebook. But because of our relationship with him, we that's know good. that that's a tool yeah. that still speaks to the truth that he wants us to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that there is there is a um, there is a framework, but a relationship just extends that. Otherwise, we yeah. might be just living super mediocre Christianity where yeah. we, like, show up to church. We're good most of the time to people. And, yeah. like, we might even, like... I, I don't I don't, I don't know, but it, it just might look a lot different if we didn't have a relationship. Right. You know? And um, we, we could get tested and we could, you know, we could start just doing things again just in religion and just 
having a mantra of the of prayers and mm-hmm. becoming complacent and just tithing but not knowing why we're tithing you know yeah. and like you know just like doing things because you know it's right but like not yeah. really knowing why yeah. it's so important to the lord yeah it's like i learn every week even more why tithing is important or why sabbathing is important i'm like mm. man god because you really can do more in six days than i can do in all seven yeah. you know and you knew rest i needed rest and yeah. you knew that it was good for my spirit and how i even interact with your people kind of based on how well I'm being rested, like how well I'm rested, you know? And mm-hmm. you just knew, you knew all these things and like you yeah. revealed these mysteries and these secrets to me, but that only came through relationship yeah. and not because like I followed rules and yeah. said that, you know, I, no, nah, I don't murder because I don't murder, but I'd get really angry, you know? And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, anyways, that's, that's my take on the two i think they need to marry each other i don't think it's one or the other yeah um because again you need you you need a foundation you need Mm -hmm. a framework to to write on but you can be all men or all people to all men all things to all men (laughs) my gosh my don't be all people to all men all things to all men um yeah if you let the lord yeah do that in you yeah um that's such a great point and on that note we're gonna take a quick little break um (laughs) yes we're we're gonna take a quick break right now right and on that note i think we're back um we had a little bit of a tea party before um angela was drinking tea but now it's all gone (laughs) i had some um guys constant comment don't sleep on that tea with a little bit of sugar and um, uh, almond milk, mm-hmm. unsweetened almond milk. Mm-hmm. Bomb.com. Come on. <laughs> anyway, um, to kind of touch back on um, the point that you had said that I think something along the lines of you weren't taught mm-hmm. something, yeah. um, especially when it came to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I wanted to share... Um, this first um, one, because it's something that we say mm-hmm. at our church, Mercy Culture, shameless plug. Um, if you're in the Fort Worth area, go check it out. <laughs> anyway, um, just as we were talking, like I couldn't shake um, Exodus 33, like the whole account of Moses. Mm. Um, he, he really is a prime example mm-hmm. of relationship and religion mm-hmm. um, in the sense of um, like the Lord gave him the Ten Commandments, like yeah. it started with him. Yeah. Um, and um, just having that structure mm-hmm. um, when it came to how do I relate to yeah. the Lord? Um, so looking at Exodus, first off, favorite account, like the whole back and forth, the plagues. If you want to read something real exciting, <laughs> if you want to see what it was like then, and we have the audacity to yeah. complain about our hardships. Okay. Um, but I wanted to read um, Exodus 33, mm. um, verses 12 through 17, and it says, Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways, so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, Mm. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. 
Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all other people on the face of the earth? And verse 17 says, And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Like, come on! my God. Come on! Like, that... That's a very small snippet of what I feel like... Like, that's what the Lord wants with all of us. Yeah. To have that dialogue, to... For us to be able to come confidently Mm -hmm. to him and say, Hey, man! Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you've been telling me all these things, but yeah. also I need more clarity. Like, yeah. I need more than what you're just giving me. Mm-hmm. And the Lord did not smite him. Yeah. He wasn't upset. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like, well, you didn't tie a string around yourself in, like, top mm-hmm. five times and, yeah. like, all these little things. Um, it's a very sweet picture of a, my kid is asking for me to be with him. Mm-hmm. And I want to be with him, yeah. you know? And so um, what we say, one of our prayers um, at church is Exodus thirty three thirteen is teach me your ways mm-hmm. that I may know you yeah. and find favor. And um, it, it highlights the concept of seeking the Lord's heart yeah. versus his hand. Yes. He will give us his hand, yeah. but are we only seeking his favor? Yeah. Or are we seeking to know him? Because, Angela, I'm sure you would be upset with me mm-hmm. if I was simply your friend because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, she's going to be famous and I'll be able to, mm-hmm. to get X, Y, Z, like mm-hmm. get all these cool stuff mm-hmm. but not care about your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like what you're going through. Yeah. Like that, that's not a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we could unpack the entirety mm-hmm. of that um, mm-hmm. portion, but... Was there anything that, like, spoke to you even in me just sharing that verse? Man. Yeah. Well, before he even asks the Lord to teach him his ways, he's just like, God, you're saying all these things about me. You're saying that, like, you know me, mm-hmm. my name, mm-hmm. and all of these things. And if you're pleased with me mm-hmm. first, if you're pleased with me as I am, wow, would you then teach me your ways? Yeah. You know, so that I may know you and find favor. If right now this state of my my heart, the state mm-hmm. of my being pleases you, please teach me your ways so yeah. that I may know you and find favor. You know? Yeah. It like, you know, in, in the book of Numbers it talks about how Moses was the most humble man on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Moses, and if we don't know, Moses wrote the book of Numbers. <laughs> you know? And the Lord let him put it in there. Yeah. And like, it takes another part of humility Mm-hmm. To say, God, if you're pleased with me, as human as I am, as raw as I am, as authentic as I am mm-hmm. right now in my state, would you teach me in this broken state mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your ways and your favor? And yeah. then even just, like, making it all about him. Making it all about his presence. Yeah. Saying, hey, God, we don't want to go without you because how would people know? Yeah. How would they know? Like, the only thing that makes us different is the Lord his presence you know yeah. and that literally should be the only thing that makes us different is his presence and mm-hmm. people can see that on us you know yeah i mean obviously they're like we, we talk you know about having certain standards that we keep yeah uphold, we uphold but like if we were 
if we were to go into the world, because mm-hmm. we were supposed to go there, right? Mm-hmm. People should know us by him. Yeah. You know, not because we the clothes we wear, not because we're holding a Bible on our arm, mm-hmm. not because we're like, we're making it a point to outwardly yeah. show people that we're different. Like, no, we're different than you. Yeah. But literally his presence yeah. you know, would be the thing that highlights us. Okay. Um, so that, that again, a laid down life, a life in his presence, mm-hmm. from his presence. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah, I just love that he's just like, I'll go, I'll be with you, and I will, I will ask you, because I am pleased, or I will, I will ask, I will grant this of what you yeah. ask, because I am pleased with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, his heart. Moses is hard in that. Moses could have just been like, all right, you're telling us to go? Cool, we're going. And, mm-hmm. like, he could have taken on this entire thing on himself. Yeah. But, like, again, another, like, surrender. Mm-hmm. God, you're, you told me this, and you're saying all these things, now I'm giving it back to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's that. Here's mm-hmm. that again. Yeah. Here, here's the surrender of yeah. that, and I'm submitting it, and now I'm asking you even more of you. Mm-hmm. I want more of you. Yeah. In trade of what yeah, you told yeah, yeah. me, I want more of you. Yeah. Um, I love that Moses went to God himself. Yeah. Like he didn't go to Aaron, mm-hmm. to some of the other Israelites. Like, yeah. oh man, I wonder what the Lord like. Maybe we can do this. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. He didn't seek outside sources. Mm-hmm. Not that it would have been bad, necessarily. But yeah. he went to God himself. And he asked him. Mm-hmm. He, Moses asked God mm-hmm. to teach him. Yeah. He didn't ask anybody else to teach him about God. Yeah. You know? And that speaks to the the individualistic nature yeah. of real like relationship with God. I, I grew up in a Christian home and I thought for a long time, Mm. oh, well, since my parents Mm -hmm. are saved or, oh, I go to church. The pastor tells me Mm -hmm. these things, but I didn't take ownership. I didn't look for myself. I didn't go to God and seek his face. I was okay with other people's secondhand revelation, Mm -hmm. you know, and if secondhand smoke, don't cut it. Like, if that's not good for you, like, what makes you think secondhand revelation is going to be what feeds you and your relationship with God? And so, I really love that Moses went to God and was like, hey, like, I need you to teach me. Mm -hmm. And God is the best one to to teach us about himself. Like, so-and-so's book on whatever, whatever about God isn't going to give me like sure a little bit of insight maybe um but you go to the author Mm -hmm. for clarification on their words yes like if i had a problem with you angela in like what you had written or said yeah i wouldn't go to my roommates and be like man i wonder what angela meant by this yeah right right i would go to you yes (laughs) i'd be like girl when you said yeah Yeah, yeah. i didn't know about that right (laughs) (laughs) like can you yeah and like to give you the space yeah. to be like, oh, this is what I meant. Mm. Like, this. So and so, yeah. Um, Moses, he, he a real one. <laughs> yeah. Although, and this may be a spoiler alert, but he didn't make it to the promised land. But that's mm. a whole nother story. Mm. And that's not to discount his relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord at all. Mm-hmm. But it speaks to his humanity. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the Lord loves us, mm-hmm. even, I know me. Mm-hmm. 
better than other people know me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the Lord knows me better than I know myself. Yeah. And yet, yeah. he's like, this one. Yes. Her. Yes. And he yeah. saw Moses. Yeah. He let Moses say he was humble. Mm, you know? So <laughs> like, yeah. there's so many things to unpack with that. And I could be on a roll about Moses because I we love could, him. You could do a whole, just... The whole thing. <laughs> just numbers and exodus. Just, and just, just... Uh, and just, just go like, in. So, guys, I would highly recommend reading the Bible, number one. Number two... Um, yeah. reading about um, Moses in particular and just his his unique relationship with the Lord. And also Abraham for that matter. Mm -hmm. Again, mm -hmm. another story for another <laughs> yes, yes. But what those two men had in common though is mm -hmm. their ability to say yes, yes to absolutely. God. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing that I wanted to um, ask you about before we wrap up is knowing what you know now. Mm -hmm. you, you've said more than yes to the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say mm -hmm. to other people yeah. who, I mean, this may not be on their radar at all, but yeah. you made it this far, so welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, what would you say to somebody mm -hmm. about why they should say yes? Yeah. Like, just based off of your experience. Yeah. I think the Lord is looking for those who want to say yes. Mm. You know? yeah. It's not enough to like, I mean, it is enough. Like if the bare minimum is salvation, it is enough to say yes to salvation. Yeah. That's great. And that's a win, a mm -hmm. major win. Mm -hmm. But to say yes, our, our goal is to look more Christ-like. You yeah. know, Jesus said yes. Jesus even struggled at the end. He really did. To say, he's like, hey, take this cup, you know. Yeah. But God's still used to me. Even, like, and that just speaks to even when we doubt or even when we're struggling. Like, mm -hmm. God God is not scared by our doubt. He'll still use us yeah. in that. You know, but he's looking for those to say yes because he wants to make his glory shine mm -hmm. through them. And it talks about, I believe in Roman or Ephesians, man, both great, great chapters. So good. <laughs> how we can share in the glory of Christ. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like God gets all the glory for everything ever, ever. Yeah. yeah. Yet He's so generous that He's like, but I also want to share in the glory with you. Like, what would a family be if you didn't get some too? Yeah. You know, what would this look like if I just got it all? He's so, He's like, you, the most generous. Like, we don't deserve the glory yet. He's like, you didn't do anything, but I want to share anyways because you said yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's not like, I'm, I, sh I shy away from the idea of like, oh, if you go to heaven and God like shows you your life mm -hmm. and what you did, but what it could have been. Like, I, I mean, maybe, maybe he'll do that, but I think yeah. he's even so kind that he won't. But, mm -hmm. but like, we might be like, man, we might get to heaven and see like, wow, you could have done so much more, but because we were just afraid, you mm -hmm. know, we were afraid yeah. or like we didn't, we didn't know fully, um, we might say that against ourselves and God, yeah. even in, even that I can see God being comforting, like, but, but you're here, but you're he here and, and like, I still love you and I love you yeah. and well done. Good yeah. and faithful servant. Yeah. Um, I just think that there's so much more that God wants to do with people mm -hmm. and it all, all it takes is a yes. It doesn't take any resources, doesn't take any skills, doesn't take any talents. It just takes a yes and God can do anything. Yeah. And if you're ready to live that life, 
where God can do anything through you. Yeah. He can. He'll drop mantles that people said no to. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll just give you. He'll do so, good. so much yeah. with just your yes. Yeah. And you didn't deserve it. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, that, that's why I would say yes. And yeah. our yes is just so, like, they please God, you know? They please Him. Yeah. Um, like, our obedience is the only thing that can please God, right? Mm-hmm. So then, like, our yes. I don't think our nose displeased the Lord, but I think I think he would be very much happy mm-hmm. with our yes, you know? Yeah. Um, unless it's a real no that he's asking you to be obedient to. <laughs> like, I think there's a difference between being ob- obedient and being offered a choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if God tells you to do something, do it because we need to be obedient. But if God offers you a choice and says you can say yes or you can say no, mm-hmm. I think he's so kind, and he won't yeah. force his greatness on us. That. You know? But yeah. he does want that yeah. for us. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. Um, what about you, Tasha? What would you say? <laughs> I would say... I mean, my response would be completely biased. I'm like, just do it. Say yes <laughs> to God. I yeah. mean, I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. I won't sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. But it's been the best decision. Yeah. Like, honestly, I've ended up... In the craziest places, and I'm yeah. like, Lord, how? Wh- what? <laughs> like, thank you mm-hmm. for choosing me to, like, be in these spaces. But the verse that comes to mind um, that I was just looking up um, is Psalms 34, verse 8. And it mm-hmm. says, taste and see mm-hmm. that the Lord is good. Yeah. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Mm-hmm. And... Um, one of the things that I love about God is that he's a gentleman. Yes. He's never going to force us yes. to choose him. Mm. Um, but, like, there's nothing in his character that would prove him to be anything less than yes. good. Yes. And so, mm. like, once you have experienced him, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm, I'm an advocate for you you ask him like mm-hmm. you experience him for yourself like yes. i can't just tell information yes for the sake of sharing information um because no amount of me telling you why it's good yes is going to change your mind unless you're like oh yeah like mm. if i tell you this pizza is good mm-hmm. you could take my word for it mm-hmm. sure but if you haven't had the pizza yeah you're not likely to tell other people how good the pizza is yes right so um Mm. yeah like i i advocate for people to like like taste experience Mm -hmm. see his goodness i mean all of creation is like hey Mm. the lord is good (laughs) but i mean if our if we're not in tune to that then we're not necessarily going to see that Mm. so i would tell other people to say yes um because I have experienced the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I guess me telling other people to say yes would be contingent on their personal pursuit of mm-hmm. experiencing mm-hmm. the Lord. So um yeah, I would I would just ask him. Um and you know what? Right now, let's just pray. Yeah. Um Father God, I just invite you into the spaces where whoever whenever people are listening to this, um, wherever they are, will you make yourself real? Um, if they're questioning, if they're wondering, if they're asking, if they're desiring you, Lord. Mm. Um, and even if they're not, like, 
I believe that you can still show up um, yeah. and make people aware of like the things that they didn't realize they were missing. So yeah. right now, Lord, um, I just thank you for your goodness and your kindness um, and your mercy. Yeah. Just, God, just your overwhelming love mm. that you love us even though we feel like we don't deserve it um, because we know ourselves better than other people. Lord, I thank you that you chose us before we were born. Um, and I thank you for extending the opportunity to say yes to you. So, um, yeah, will you make yourself real to those who who are desiring you? Um, yeah. 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 The Lord is just so good. I love talking about him. He um, he's super cool, super fun, super awesome. Um, again, I won't sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. Um, as you shouldn't. It's it shouldn't. it'd be real rough sometimes. I mean, dying to your flesh. <laughs> that part <laughs> that doesn't sound like easy. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. But um, yeah, I I've truly enjoyed having the opportunity to talk with Angela today. Um, and yeah, maybe she'll say yes to coming back again. She's just so cool, Stop. guys. I freaking oh, love her so, cool. so much. Stop. I learned so much from her, mm. and I'm like, God, thank you for blessing me with such an incredible friend. Oh, I'm crying. She's so cute. Yeah, and she does this thing. I don't know how to describe it. It's probably not gonna, like, okay, so. She's physical touch, right? And I love her. It's not necessarily, like, my number one love language, but because I know it's hers, like, Mm -hmm. I love her through it by letting her, like, physical touch. Okay, so you know that thing when you, like, use your hands, but how do I describe it? It's that knee thing you do to me all the time. I just do all five fingers on her knee and I like start from the center of her knee and then I spread my fingers out. Yeah. It's like, it tickles. Yeah, it tickles. And (laughs) I like laugh uncontrollably. Like, I can't help it. And she does it all the time. It's my favorite thing. It's like in my like endearment, you know? It is. I I don't do that to everyone. Oh, wow. So now I'm really special. Yeah, there's <laughs> like maybe like five to six people that get this kind of love. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. I feel mm-hmm. even more blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just a peek into our dynamic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love her so much, and thank you. Um, shout thank out. You. I should have written this down um, because I don't know who to shout out today. Uh, we'll just do shout out to Jamal. My older brother. Um, he came to visit me a couple months ago, and I still think about that fondly. I miss you, bro. Yeah. Call me, probably. Hope Bethel's doing awesome. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Um. Anyway, I don't have all the answers, but we'll figure it out together. Until next time. Come on.